Shall we do this? Yeah. Which one are you starting with? Let's see. There's Pilsner. There's Kolsch. Kolsch? Lager. What the hell's Kolsch? I mean, I've had these before, but I don't know what a Kolsch is, I just realized. I'm going to grab Pilsner. Oh, it's an ale. Style ale. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the I'm doing the lager. You're doing the lager? These are twisties. Well, then, this bottle opener will be for naught. <clears throat> At least it sounded good. It did. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, today we were doing Creamore Spring. Uh, it's a set they do. Um, a few different beers they do, and this is one of their... Uh, are they all Creamore Springs? Creamore's the... Uh, no, they're all Creamore Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I'm doing the premium lager, and you've got the... I'm doing the Pilsner right now, but I'll work my way to that. I'm going to save the lager for last, because I know I like lagers. Oh, their beers are so good. Uh, buddy Dario uh, turned us on to them. Well, me yeah. now. I'm yeah, it's passing solid. that love onto you. It's solid. I'm a fan just on the it's first actually, sip. It's actually a liquid... I hope uh, I hope uh, our editor uh, leaves that pause in because I want I want everyone to truly appreciate the pregnant pause that followed that that dad joke. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry because Internet. it deserves it. I'm so sorry, interwebs. <sighs> you know, before we start, there is one thing we should probably shout out, which is um, a few days ago, our good friend. I don't know if she's listening, but I know she always likes my posts when I post up a new episode. Our friend Megan, yes, uh, got some fantastic news. Oh, um, unbelievable! Yes, a few days ago. Um, should I? We should go please, into detail. Please. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you you know, for the past few months, she has been fighting uh, uh, cancer. Yeah. And we found out, and she found out, um, just a couple of days ago after her uh, her latest uh, round of testing that. Mm-hmm. All the cancer cells are dead. Fuck she yeah. She has won. She's hashtag kicked. Iron Megan. Hashtag fuck cancer. Yeah, so Megan, if you are listening. Congratulations, congratulations. girl. We're going to celebrate soon. Drink Very some food and celebration you. and merriment. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, kicking cancer right in the dick. Oh, right in the tip. In the tip. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Directly on the tip. Uh, no, I heard that and I was just, I was just so thrilled. Yeah. Good, good for her. No, she, uh, she uh, deserves that Uh she, I know she fought hard and she never, um, I gotta say she was someone who I, God forbid I ever have to deal with that again, personally or through someone I know. I just feel like her attitude towards it was fantastic. That's it. She, uh, she was always very, very optimistic, very yeah. positive, very upbeat. It was like every time you asked how things are going, where are we at with this? What's the next step? It was always like the, okay, no, just a few more rounds. Then it's done. I've beaten it. It's, it was always the best case scenario because Fuck it, she knew she could do it. Yeah, and she oh, did. And it was just and, so inspiring. You know, there, there's still more to come, I believe, with her. I don't I don't know the specific details, but definitely amazing, amazing news. And we're yeah, so happy. No, we hope to, so much happy. Hope to see her soon. Mm-hmm. So, just want to start off by, by giving some recognition. Yeah, no. By giving some recognition where it's, where it's deserved. Yeah, very happy. Good call. I, as always, I think my biggest thing with every episode is how do we begin? Like, where do we start? There's always that, we'll open our beers and what are we having? And then... Hopefully find a subject. Yeah, we usually um, drift to something, but this time I know I wanted to, to no. bring it up because it's worthy. It's a worthy, worthy opening subject. Oh I yeah, I completely agree, and I'm very happy you brought it up. Yeah, I was just gonna go over the fact that I think it's the first. This is the other week we meant to record, and for the first time in several months, we just hung out as friends without a podcast recording setup. Yeah, that was weird. That was strange. That was like very strange. We sat around and like we drank food, drank food, and ate. <laughs> fuck. 
We sat around and drank things and ate we food. We did drink some food. That, that beer is food. Beer has <laughs> yeast in it. It's like soup. The beer has yeast in it. <laughs> I repeat. <laughs> anyway. Uh, For those who were unaware, beer has yeast in it. Yeah. I just really want to get that across. Hashtag beer has yeast in it. <laughs> this is your, your noble cause for this week? Yeah, no one's going to hashtag it, but... Oh, oh, I guarantee you one of our listeners will, just despite me. Because for some reason, that's the game at this point. <laughs> it's just tweeting at you things I, that I think no one will ever tweet at you. I support it. <laughs> I support it. Um, Maybe it'll come up, and I was just like, oh, there it is. Actually, there's, that could be a really good spinoff point there. Thank you. I think I found our... Uh, talking point all right so we ended up hanging out because if one of our friends carol was in from out of town yes and then was. uh paula had a friend come over as well and uh we ended up playing a new card game new card game million dollars but finally arrived but we've been we've been i think we talked about it a couple times on the podcast before it's just a game that we we're both really excited about like, mm-hmm. i think i backed it about uh, five minutes after it came up on kickstarter yeah, I was um, all impressed being like, oh, look, he sent me a thing being like, look, it's available. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I already backed it. I'm back with number like 106. And he's like, cool, I'm number like eight. No. Like, <laughs> like well, fuck that. I think I was like number 92 or something. First 100, though, that was pretty cool. That's still pretty cool, yeah. Because like thousands of people back that game. Yeah, no, it, it reached its funding in what, like 40 minutes. 40 minutes. I gotta say, I really am impressed. I think we talked about it a bit in the past, the Kickstarter and this whole Indiegogo phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, and I've just talked about a new one recently. Um, GoFundMe? Uh, no, Hit Record. Oh, Hit Record. Joseph, uh, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt. Gordon yes, it. I keep saying James Franco, and I know it's not his. <laughs> but they're just both handsome actors I find funny. Franco, uh, well, James Franco's a, uh, quite a character. He is, he is. But I still love him. But yeah, sorry, you were saying about Hit Record. Uh, yeah, no, um, again, Carol turned me on to it. And uh, I just think it's an amazing place. Like, that kind of that, if you haven't checked it out, it's kind of got that Kickstarter Indiegogo vibe where it's, hey, here's the project I'm trying to bring to life. But rather than, hey, give me money or and I'll give you an early access or pay enough money, it'll be in the credits. It is, I have put this together, let's say an animation, I need a voice actor. Hmm. And people will submit their stuff. Or you can just go and say, hey, I'm a voice actor. Here's my demo reel. Here's what I can do. So it's a Kickstarter for creatives almost. Instead yeah. of giving money, you give... Yourself. You share talent. You share talent. That's cool. You know, like, I'm debating posting. I have a children's book I've written. Uh, it's been three or four years now. It's been ready to go. I've done all the page layouts. I just need an artist. And I've approached a few, but it's hard to find an artist because, one, I have nothing to pay them right now, but I will definitely split any profit 50-50, even 60-40, because art is definitely the harder part of the two, in my opinion. Uh, but, I mean, I've approached a few of our friends who are artists, and it's just a matter of it's hard. They, they have their own commitments. They have their own time, and... It's not their project. There's the passion might be there. Like I've gotten some sketches back. I've loved when you turn to someone who has a full time job and two kids, and I'd love to do the art for this project. It's hard to get around to it, or someone who works part time and goes to school and travels and has a girlfriend and trying to build his own portfolio. It's hard to throw into someone else's passion project for yourself, yeah, especially when there's no commission for it. But uh, yeah, it was just I went back and I, I submitted some stuff to um, someone looking for a narrator for a monster cartoon show. Okay. And I thought it was a really cool, like, I just, I like the idea of being able to support people or fund your projects yeah. without necessarily having to go, hey, give me money. Oh, for sure. Like, I would love to kickstart something. Like, I have ideas and things I have to put together. Even that book of mine, I'd love to kickstart it and get to get it out there. But I just, I, I don't think I could pull a project that off without leaving my job or going part-time or even just, like, you know, yeah, putting part of my life on hold. And that seems really difficult because it would be a commitment. 
Sorry, I was taking a sip of beer. Oh, okay. Especially at this point in time when you are you're you know you're on the verge of a wedding and mm-hmm. you're, you know a honeymoon subsequently and I know which is officially at... fully booked. Yes, we've officially booked flights, Airbnb, in both our places. So I am going to be using Airbnb in this case. <clears throat> nice. uh, we decided we like the idea of being and both of them actually, if I'm not mistaken, are kind of in condos. Oh, okay. So I'll still be around other people. Like there'll be a communal pool or barbecue area in one go. of them. Uh, but I'm near the beaches. I'm near the main town. I'm walking distance from food and booze. Um, I should mention now it is Hawaii. I'll be returning to Hawaii. This is where I proposed to Paula, and this is where we'll be going back for a honeymoon. Yeah, definitely a little bit of a full cirque action. You know? <laughs> full cirque. I think at one point we were talking about booking it, and I made a joke. I like, yeah, we went full cirque, as Waxman would say. And she was like, full cirque? <laughs> Now that term's coming full circle because oh, we, you yeah. know, I just listened to our, our uh, tattoos episode just before coming here, mm-hmm. so it, it uh, rehashed the memory of it. <laughs> I like it. Like we, can, we can start our own uh, verb terminology, noun, phrase, sentence. Preposition. No. 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 <laughs> adverb. Can you ever do, uh, what are they called, Mad Libs? Yes. They ask for an adverb, and it's always like, like the only a few you go through in your head, remember what they I are? I mean, with Mad Libs, it's always just like, you know, you enter in like, you know, dirty You just words. put penis everywhere, don't you? Penis. Fart. Ah, yes. What we were doing the other day, and it was looking for, I was looking for a body part, and my brother shouted out, dismembered limbs, <laughs> as a body part, and it worked really well. I do wonder if I were to go back and do a, a Mad Lib now at the age that I am currently. Mm-hmm. What would be different? Would it be more crude or less crude? Oh, what's really weird though? So the matlabs we were doing a few weeks ago with my family mm-hmm. um, were they they were like eighteen plus matlabs. Like okay. they were designed to be. They weren't like dirty or pornographic, but they were like a shitty family reunion or like a horrible oh, no. first date or like terrible schedule for vacations. But in reality, all the major key points in a matlab you're gonna fill in. Yeah. So how is it any dirtier than a regular Mad Lib if all the big good stuff is blank? That's true, eh? Like, I guess they kind of put you in more positions of, like... The subject oh, matter, and, yeah. Hmm? Yeah, like, I remember one of the lines was like, Oh, your blank uncle, who you only see once every seven years, just showed up and gave you blank. But, like, that is... To a child, that is... Oh, my stinky grandpa, who I haven't seen since I was... A butt! A butt is about yeah. the same as... Just, is about the same as you and I doing a Madlib, and we'd probably put, I mean, probably the same two words. Something like that. Stinky butt? Stinky butt uncle. Stinky butt uncle. Yeah. <laughs> that could be our new character. Stinky butt uncle, uh, yeah, and uh, Chalupa the same. <laughs> I was just going to have to bring up. From last week. I, I, would ki- I will pay anyone. The first fan to do it, I will legitimately buy you a beer for a really good, like, a decently drawn fan submission of Chalupa, <laughs> the Mexican hat-wearing steak. Uh, it's gotta be a sombrero. <laughs> I don't know if we sorry. have fans, I, but if we do... Can I just say I lost the word sombrero for a minute there? I was like, the Mexican hat! You know the It's the, the hat that Mexicans wear. <laughs> and the Jewish hat is what Jewish people wear. <laughs> and the fez. What, Doctor Who fans wear? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Fez is a big thing. Never mind. It's not, no, it's not that's going to be lost on me. That's another one of those games we just want to get into. But I figure we can breach it a little bit. I know I think we're both not saying it because we want to hold off on it because we do want to do a full episode on it upon its official release. Yeah, you're going to bring it up, aren't you? Can, we, we have 15 minutes left before we want to get to our main subject. And that's true. We are literally planning a walk after the podcast. 
at are. probably 10 at night, and a third friend of ours looks to be joining us, we are going to go hunt for Pokemon. We're going to go walk around the park and find some Pokemon. We have been playing Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it's uh, played quite a big role. Uh, not a, I wouldn't say a huge role, but definitely played a role in my life the past, you know, when I downloaded Friday, your last time I was here, yeah. when we were supposed to record... That's it. I, re- I downloaded it then because uh, Carol was there and she let me use her her uh, her account. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just every now and then I'll just, just check, you know, on my breaks at work. I'll go walk, you know, because the, the friggin fountain in our mall, the Sears fountain. for whatever reason, is a Pokestop. I don't know why they chose the fountain. Some of the things they've chosen. So for those, I'm not going to go too into it because we do want to do an episode on it. Uh, it uses Google Maps data to find locations that are popular. Within, I guess, there's an algorithm how far apart this should be or how often one should be available in, based on population and, like, traffic. So, in our mall, there is the fountain outside of Sears and the bus stop. Our uh, Pokestop and a gym, a place you'll go to play the game. The gym makes a bit more sense. Yeah, like, even, like, they had a previous game called Ingress um, that used similar data. Okay. And the bus stop was a location. The, the fountain wasn't. Right. Uh... And even, like, I know some of the stops, like, even around my house now, some of them were derived from there, some were, you know, totally new. Yeah. But, like, it'll pull up some pretty bizarre things. Like, I was walking with my brother, and one of the stops they put me at was a painted fire hydrant. Oh, that's fun. And, like, it was three or four of them in a row, and I was like, they weren't painted anymore. They were obviously going back to regular colors. So I'm like, that's kind of sad. <laughs> it's like the ghost of it. <laughs> um, someone that's actually on Reddit posted uh, one that was a, it was called, it was like, it was ugly mural oh. of palm trees. And the guy posted being like, I painted this mural. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, um, Yeah, we'll go into more into details. I think another yeah. episode to really go into not th- just the game, but what, what it's done to our world. Because it's been some crazy yeah, stuff. Been, of it. And not just the dank memes, of course. Not just the dank memes. No, I mean, just to keep, it, keep, keep that short, because I imagine it's coming either the next one or two episodes. We'll probably do it, because it's so recent. Yeah, at this point, I'm pretty confident we're going to see a release of the game officially in Canada. Because if you're on your phone right now being like, where's Pokemon Go? Uh, it's only currently available in Australia, New Zealand, the U.S., and Germany now? Yeah, and Asia. Uh, and, and Asia, I believe. Uh, no, I think Japan got it. China, not yet, though. Uh, it would make sense if Japan yeah. had it. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Canadian I, I version imagine, should be out soon, they're claiming. And I imagine we'll be doing an episode on it very, very soon as well. But I guess to make a long story short, just as with any trend or with anything that comes up, uh, any any action has an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So any trend that a bunch of people are jumping on and, you know, getting involved with, you have the equal amount of people pulling the opposite way and saying, God damn, Pokemon Go. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of memes of people being like, oh, hey, you're 36 and don't have a job and you're playing this game. Or even just you're 36 and you're playing a game, but... Well, at least we're not 36, right? Yeah, not yet. <laughs> we'll get there one day. One day, working my way up. <laughs> if time continues to be linear, we should have no problem with this. Yeah, if, the, if things keep going as they do. And they do. They tend to. They tend to do. I'll be 36 eventually. <laughs> Will I still be playing Pokemon Go? Probably not. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't I, know. <laughs> At least I don't know about you. I might be. <laughs> I mean, you were still playing the original Pokemon mm-hmm. games. So I I'm guess still you counting down for the new games. I literally have the app on my phone that shows you. I guess you showed you. Listeners can't hear me, but like, oh, it's a it's this little app called uh, Dwindle. 
Dwindle. I discovered a little while ago. I think I was using it for the uh, honey, uh, honeymoon, the uh, the original, the Hawaii trip vacation countdown. Okay, that's cool. So I have here getting married, and it goes eighty seven days, two hours, thirty minutes. So it's a countdown. Thing. Yeah, it's super cute. Oh, that's cool. So I have that. Then I have the next page. I have one hundred twenty seven days, three hours, thirty minutes, and seven seconds to Pokemon Sun and Moon. Oh my god! So like, there's two things in my life I'm counting down to, and they are the release of Pokemon and uh, marrying my wife. Um, well, you know, priorities. What, you, you know where the priorities are. That's it. You know what's important. I mean, at least life. it opens on the marriage one first, because it's more important. Slightly. Paula is definitely listening, so I have to say these things while I'm murdered. I can say what I want. Go for it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I would do with that freedom anyway. I was just yes-anding. I was hoping to hear something random. Get Chalupa the Snake a sidekick. <laughs> Fred. Valid. That is... Fred. Yup. Fred, the the friend of ours who... <laughs> who is going to play Pokemon with us. going to come play Pokemon <laughs> with us. I don't know. I didn't even think of that connection until just now, but... You're a creative fellow, my good man. A creative well, She could be Chalupa's fellow. sidekick if she wants to be. <laughs> well, pitch it to her tonight. See what she thinks about she that. She can cosplay as it. Cosplay. As herself. <laughs> Did you actually hear what happened to her at Comic-Con? No. So, uh, buddy of ours, Fred, who I'm hoping will listen, uh, now that we're talking about her, uh, does cosplay, so, like, dressing up as characters for Comic-Con and other conventions like that. Really, really good. Uh, Very but talented. she is, like, another level, and she recently did for Montreal Comic-Con Tally from the Mass Effect series. Yeah. For the record, this isn't just, like, someone pinning a, you know, a toga on themselves out of a pillowcase. She, oh, she this goes, is, like, she full-on bought a bodysuit and stitched like it herself. She, she's... Uh, resin molds. She's at a mass. another level. Like, it's, it's oh, really like, great stuff. Uh... You know, airbrushing to paint everything. She actually live streams on Twitch now. Her uh, her cosplay stuff. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So I watched her make some of the do some of the sewing and make some of the uh, props. Uh, and her and a bunch of people dressed up as characters from cosplay. Sorry, I don't know why. I feel like they don't like the term dressed up as. They prefer the term cosplay because it's more professional sounding. Yeah, I get it. Because dress up, it, it associates it with like kids. You know, I kids guess, at, at yeah. age two, three playing dress up. Cosplay, I guess, is really... It's another... It, but it really is another level. level. When you see... Like, you go to a Comic-Con and you see the guy who's like, Oh, you used a cardboard box that made an Optimus Prime and it's kind of fun because it's kind of silly. And then you have someone who you're like... I'm not even percent sure you were on the set of the movie I watched last night because that costume is so That's it. accurate the and costumes. detailed. Yeah, and she's that level. Her stuff is fantastic. So she ended up hanging out with the Bioware booth for Montreal's Bioware company. Uh, Bioware, who makes the Mass Effect games, had a booth there because they do have a Montreal office. And her and all the people that were dressed up in cosplaying uh, Mass Effect were invited out t- to try a early access of the next Mass Effect game. Mass Effect. Mass yeah. So the new game Andromeda got announced at E three last year, and again this year they showed off some more. Oh, I don't think it's out till like twenty seventeen. Uh, but they got invited down to the Montreal studio to go check it out. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, and they got like some like you know free merch while they were there too. I heard some amazing stories, but like that is a great hobby. Something I wish I can get into. I feel like I'm on the body type for it per se. I guess I could cosplay a Snorlax, maybe. <laughs> you you laugh. I've been debating it for a while now. Had I had I not been working all weekend, I would have gone to Comic Con. I would have loved to have picked up a little little a very simple cosplay going going as a Snorlax. Yeah. Every photo op just lie down in a hallway and block people. <laughs> just be a real See, dick. My random quips can lead to conversation Look at that. topics. Your freedom to speak any word the universe would allow. <laughs> Oh, well, not any word. We do... <laughs> there's some words I probably shouldn't say. That I could say. You know what? Good call. <laughs> he, whoever's listening probably knows the words. Yeah, you know that, that really dirty word with the two G's in the middle? And the N and the I and the E and the R? Ego. 
I was gonna say ginger. Ginger. Well, there's Two no G's. G's in the middle. There's one G in the middle. There's one at the beginning. True. Misspoke. I, I set up an entire joke only to fail miserably. It's all right. Oh, it happens. We've all been there. We've all... <laughs> I think I'm pretty good at killing jokes. Or, or not even killing jokes. Because like, everyone always says I should do stand-up comedy. The problem is when I have a joke in my head that I've rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed, I inevitably fuck it up. Oh, I just did that right now. <laughs> there you go. So it's like, the more I prepare for a joke, like this whole, like, you, you know, some comedians, they tell these long-winded stories that get somewhere, like the Louis C.K. type things, mm-hmm. and, you know. The delivery that he has is so calm, and so just, as if he's just talking to you at the other side of a table, you're having a beer with him. Mm. I can't do that. The more I rehearse, the worse I am. So I'm much better when, you know, someone just walks by and like, hey, Ryan, how's it going? Hey, eat shit, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's not really a joke, but... <laughs> but I've heard you say it. I have said it. Uh, never intentionally, like never, not intentionally, never like maliciously. Yeah, no, well, I think it's purely to get the laugh, mostly. To get the laugh, that's it. It's like, just hey, eat shit. Yeah. No, I had the same thing too. I get told sometimes by, like, I work in retail, so we both work in retail, but you get a customer who's like, oh, you should do stand-up. And I'm like, I'm funny to you because you're kind of old and I'm being a little witty but I can't do this on a stage to an audience Yeah, that is not it. how this works that's it I'm much better in situational so that's I can do it, maybe yeah. improv that's something I'd like to try I did improv back in the day it's still pretty tough it's still tough I guess because you're still performing you're still always yeah. thinking like okay, that's, that's fair like I figure I hear that from a customer maybe once every other week once a month really if I'm being serious now if that were equated to doing improv stand-up once a week, that means I'm only going to laugh in the audience three out of four times. Uh, sorry, one out of four times. That's not And even then, hit. an entire hour set versus like 20 minutes. It's not a good hit, right? Yeah. No. Not a game I'm playing. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, a customer once told me I looked like Ryan Reynolds. That's pretty freaking awesome. Once ever. Um, <laughs> I'll take it, really. Yeah, I'm not, no. not going to... I don't see it, but I'm not going to complain. A old someone... man in a bar who I'm fairly sure was drunk off his ass was convinced I was Ozzy Osbourne's son. <laughs> Jack Osbourne. Is that his name? I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, and Were you speaking like, with a British accent? Not even. But they bought me shots, so I played along. Yeah. Freaking oh, dumbass shit bar in the middle of St. Anne's. Phoenix. Oh. Okay, I thought you were going to say Annie's. Ah, uh, equally. Equally. Annie's was some good times back in the day, though. Back when we were not old enough to actually legally go into the bars. But, but they didn't anyways. really care. Oh, yeah, no. The number of teachers at Abbott who get mad at us for being allowed in the hallways between classes because we had time off and didn't want to chill anywhere that was more public. Uh, and they'd yell at us to either quiet down or find a bar. Annie's. We'd walk over to Annie's and have a beer between classes. That's it. Quiet down or find a bar. They mm-hmm. knew. So, uh, to those of you listening to this podcast, you may have noticed something really annoying. You're looking at all your podcasts, speaking of which, lined up because you keep them all downloaded clearly. Yeah. You may notice that this episode is just like one character too far to the right. Because instead of being episode one through nine, or zero, I guess, there's there's a ten. We're wasting a whole extra character on this episode. Wow. Uh, this is, I mean, I, I guess for a show we started on a whim just saying this will be fun, let's try it out. Ten episodes is a pretty good mile marker. I, I think I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, I don't know I mean, celebrate every ten episodes, but you know, 
I, no, but I think 15? the first 10 is the first 10 is always solid um, because I think when we started this, uh, I mean, for those of you who do have our podcast, you probably don't have the very first one, episode zero, we can really call it, when it wasn't yeah. even called, speaking of which, it was called Scream. Yes. Because I, I guess the origin story, we can say, mm-hmm. is that um, I, um, as those of you who may have followed our podcast from the beginning or from what you think is the beginning. I, our humble start. Know that my major um, at McGill University is in cultural studies as part of the English department. So so some, some of the stuff I do involves film studies, uh, pop culture studies, media studies, and things like that. So I was fortunate enough to take a really interesting class that was about Netflix. Yeah, I gotta say, that was one of those things, like, follow you on Twitter, you'd always hashtag the class, hashtag mm-hmm. ENGL913. 391. Wow, I had the right numbers in the wrong order. Really close. Impressed that, that's a, that's impressive. Uh, and it seemed like a really fun class because it really did seem to like you were you were binge watching shows over the weekend. That's you were it. like analyzing new series. It introduced me to House of Cards. I still have um, to watch that. Great, definitely, definitely something to to, to get on. Uh, but anyway, the point is, it was a class that really uh, the, the teacher for this class really emphasized two things: cooperation and, and creativity, and the use of new media's. Instead of just writing papers. Yep. Two things. Yeah, you know. One, two, four, <laughs> six, eight, twenty. Um, but um, for, yes. our, for our final project, we had a number of things that we were really given a free reign on what to do as long as, of course, it was relevant to something that we studied throughout the semester. And so we had a really, really good in-class discussion um, about spoilers one week. And... Contrary to what I was expecting, where everyone would be like, nah, spoilers are bad, fuck spoilers, blah, blah, blah. There are actually a lot of conflicting opinions. Um, You know, some people are like, well, spoilers are okay in this situation. Spoilers are okay in this situation. And I guess that that clung to me a little bit. And when the time came to choose a final project, um, one of the mediums that I knew I could choose and that I knew I had some experience in was a podcast. And I know you and I... You know, just every now and then we would be hanging out. It's like, hey, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast. We have good chemistry. We, you know, we both like to talk. We both just, it's something we both wanted to do. And it's just one of those things we never got around to. So, of course, when I thought I'm going to do a podcast, you're the first person I thought of uh, to join me. Because I'm like, I don't really want to do it by myself. Um, Yeah, I can only imagine recording on your own. Like, I've looked into that kind of thing for like, let's playing. Have you? I've done solo podcasts for other, for other projects um, in the past. Um, it's, you really need to have a script. You really can't, yeah, it's I not guess. like you, you know, cause if I run out of stuff to say, you're there to pick something up. If I run out of stuff to say by myself, it's just, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so, and, and also my teacher's like, you should definitely have someone. Mm-hmm. And it'd be cool if you had someone who wasn't in the class because you can get their opinion. So yeah. That was something I liked about it was that it was the two of us going into a subject where, I definitely wasn't the layman. I didn't know. I, I knew what a spoiler was and I watched media and even studied media a little bit in my school time, but had not gone through this class with such a keen eye to it and really studied it. So it allowed for a much nicer dichotomy. That's it. it you know, it's not like I need to go find like a, someone who knew nothing about pop culture. Literally and, uh, under a bridge, Montreal, hobo by a fire, off from some McDonald's, get into a record with you. That's it. Off from some McDonald's and socks. Um, oh, whoa, dude, calm down, millionaire. But anyway, so we got into this room, which is incredibly hot right now because it is 30-something yeah. degrees. It's 30-something degrees 
but it's pure humidity, so it feels like 40 plus right yeah. now, I'm saying. Anyway, we got into this room. We did a podcast um, about spoilers. Uh, and there's always something... The entire time, by the way. You, the entire podcast, were walking around pacing back and forth. I did. I was pacing. That was really funny. Because back then, it was, you know, I had a 20, 25, I think, or 20% of my grade riding on it. So I wanted to make sure. We had a lot more structure. We had a lot more... It had to be a lot more theory. So I was dropping quotes and dropping names. Um... But we liked the idea of us collecting opinions from our friends and from people we knew in our social circles and just discussing them and talking about stuff that not necessarily had to have a directed theme, but just stuff in our lives, stuff in the world that's kind of cool. And so the podcast was originally just an assignment, but we're like, you know what, we can we can keep doing this. And whether we get, you know, five people, whether we get 500 people listening, it's something we both just want to do either... You know, for now, for fun, but who knows where it goes. And That's it. It's a little bit of a throwback. What day is it today? Uh, we are the 13th of July. What day July. is it of the week, though? Uh, it is a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Okay, never mind. So I was going to say throwback Thursday. It is Damn not it. Thursday. You know, you know, I could just lie because this is post-recorded. Yeah, no one knows when this is. Actually, um, uh, yeah, no, uh, today is Thursday the 14th, Waxman. Why is that important to your statement you were just making? Throwback Thursday. Oh my god, we what are, are the odds? Doing, uh, <laughs> We are doing, speaking of which, spoilers redux. In honor of hitting 10 episodes, um, like I said, we're not going to celebrate every 10, but I think the first 10 is a pretty big milestone because, you know, so many times podcasts probably start out, we are like, yeah, doing it, doing it, doing it. Four episodes go, man, I don't have time, don't have time. So I think there is a little bit of perseverance. Ten episodes is ten weeks, which is more than three months mm-hmm. that we've been every week or almost every week making, you know, a little bit of time out of our our it's out of our schedule. a quarter schedules. of a year, man. That is a quarter of a year. Lots changed. It's, uh, a, it's, it's not winter anymore. That's it's very It's now nice. summer, as we can clearly tell. Jesus Christ, my God, uh, I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, at least you have some cold beer. Oh, at least God bless me. I'm, I'm just sort of, I'm like also like, I'm drinking it, but I'm also like rubbing the bottle on my arm. I was like laying it on to, my belly, just on my yeah, beer belly. My neck. Cool. Yeah. But we, uh, we feel it's good to go back to spoilers, A, because we want to really redo this episode in the format that we have now, and B, um... I don't remember what B was. But I think, I, I, think, a, I, think I, I think B was really just, it was such a fun subject, and... And also because the original podcast is not exactly on iTunes. In fact, my teacher just tweeted at me very recently because one of her colleagues, I guess, was doing something about it. Mm -hmm. One of my students did a podcast, and so I resent it. I retweeted that, actually. Yeah, you did. Um, But I'm still still okay with it being out there, but we did... We weren't as careful with what we discussed and what we may have revealed or said, so we opted to not publish it. That's part it. of this podcast. It's out there if you want to look for it. Like you can dig back in my like on my Twitter, even on my Facebook. Oh yeah, you'll find it. There. It's there. I think it's on like um, it's on SoundCloud. I think also. That's why I think you retweeted that with SoundCloud. Like yeah, but um, we want to do it again. We want to do it. I guess in line with the format that we've now I guess grown accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And maybe who knows? Like I, we have some new experiences, and we have some new stories yeah, and new. Yeah, I know we both have a new story share. to share. Yeah, absolutely. So I think you know. Speaking of which, spoilers. Round two. Round Fight. two. <laughs> Finish him. Fatality. What? Sorry. 
Uh, spoiler alert, I have not played uh, Mortal Kombat yet. Really? None of them? No, I, I have, I have. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, dude, that's like the I've, classic. I have been to an arcade, so... <laughs> I've been to one of those coin-operated game centers. Pinocchio's R.I.P. <laughs> you remember that? Is this... Yeah, it is totally closed. They oh, yeah, moved, yeah. Arcades oh, don't exist. Uh, except for the one on St. Cats that I know. Yeah, uh, I think and I prefer that whole, like, arcade in a bar type thing, or bar-arcade combo thing there. Okay, yeah, I guess, those. but arcades are not particularly prevalent anymore. Apparently sure. Japan is still huge. Talking spoilers. Talking spoilers. Um, so yeah, we both we both sort of went through some new experiences with spoilers, and I guess what is a spoiler? What 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 do you consider to be a spoiler? Just the simplest way to cover a spoiler, and I think everyone knows what it is. It's when something is ruined for you in media. That's right. Uh, this could people... be someone telling you how a book ends, revealing yeah. the death or revel or reveal of a character. Uh, this could be just bringing up a point you didn't know about. I mean... Yeah, book, uh, video game, movie, TV show. Podcast even. Maybe someone spoils that on the next episode, I kill Ryan, and then you're all like, well, no, I don't want to listen to episode 11, because I just know he's going to murder him. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, um, um, by the way, ignore the knife. What knife? Exactly. <laughs> Good boy. But, yeah, so obviously, I guess... And I guess being on the internet, in the internet generation, a lot of the exposure that we have to spoilers is very negative. It is. I figure the biggest thing and the most common place you see spoilers, uh, with Game of Thrones just finishing its sixth season? Wait, I'm not, I'd lose track of this when I was... Uh, sixth season. Every Sunday, it was avoid Twitter because you might get spoiled because someone might reveal avoid something Twitter, or say something. Avoid Facebook also because sometimes the Facebook trends... Mm -hmm. on the right side well, well actually I think I brought this up last time it was when How I Met Your Mother revealed The Mother that's it they it aired on the west coast prior to the east coast if I have that the right way or it's vice versa whatever coast it, first I think it aired on the east coast then before yeah. the west coast and so as soon as the episode aired they littered their Facebook page with like posts about her and the character and her biography and pictures of her and the west coast is all like the fuck bro that yeah what yeah. And, like, that is just, I mean, poor form. Uh, even, like, I know the number of times we I walk into work on a Monday, Monday. after a Game of Thrones episode, and it's just walk into the, the, the room with all my coworkers and go, okay, who's seen it? Come with me. We'll go hang out and chat over here because we can chat publicly because inevitably someone didn't inevitably watch it the first someone day. someone hasn't seen it yet. I mean, Which is fine. Which I think is 100% okay. And I think you should respect those people. Yes. Because there was nothing shittier than, you know what, maybe you were in the hospital with your dying mother and you couldn't go home and watch Game of Thrones and the next day it's, oh bro, you should have watched it when it aired. Or you just off. worked or something. Like, we worked don't have late. to go that intense. Yeah, but, no, um, you worked late. It was a friend's birthday. You went out. Maybe you or, just weren't feeling well. You know, not everybody starts the show at the same time. I guess I'll go into my story right now. Is yes. That, um... Shannon, my girlfriend, had decided to start watching Game of Thrones. Good for you, um, Shannon. About halfway through season six. And she put, she put a pretty good... Like, she knew already a lot of the main twists before she started watching. But she made it through a lot of the episodes. Um, you know, she enjoyed it. And I remember the big thing was that she got to... She caught up at about season six, episode nine. Which is I'm just I'm just saying the name of the I'm just gonna say the name of the episode Battle of the Bastards so people have an idea of which one that is. Mm -hmm. 
And she had, I don't think she watched it on the night of, she watched it maybe a, a night or two later. And she was spoiled on what happened in that episode, I believe about an hour or two before she was set to watch it. Oh, that's kind of sucky. Yeah. And it was just someone sharing an article on Facebook where in the, the caption, it just reveals the ending of that episode. That is, that is kind of shitty, especially when it's something like that, where it wasn't like someone slipped up and said something. That's it. It's just... It was a news outlet. I mean, given a day or two may have passed, it's still... Have common sense. I mean, especially if you're an outlet that deals with media. Like, you know better than anyone else that shit happens and the, the kind of flames are thrown at you if you spoil something. That's it. I think it was the day after, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, the day after. I about it. And I mean, this is one of those things. I have a big group chat with a bunch of coworkers. Uh, we're all Doctor Who fans. A lot of us watch uh, Game of Thrones or other movies. And we've we've sort of set the... It was unspoken until like, I literally tweeted. I literally in the group said, finally, here are the rules. TV shows, one week. So if Game of Thrones airs on Sunday, the following Sunday, that episode is completely fodder. You didn't watch it in a week. Uh, movies... Two weeks, because it's a little harder to go to the theater all the time. Uh, unless everyone admits they've seen it, obviously. And then we said for, like, special movies, we give the example of, like, Star Wars Episode Seven. That was kind of a huge one. Maybe a, maybe a little longer, based on what the media was. But even that, the entire group went as a group to see it together. So, so you, you actually have a spoiler policy within your group of friends. Yeah. And it's generally, it's unspoken and it's vague. Like, I know there's been times where, like, we all saw the episode of Game of Thrones. We're all up to date. Or, like, you know, one of us was a day late and we saw it. And then it was just meme central in that group chat. And you have people like Paula in there who don't watch Game of Thrones. They're like, she's like, I don't get what half of these things mean. Yeah. Why is there dog food? Uh, you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Yes. Dog food. Anyway. So yes, you def- I definitely understand the, oh my god, why did you spoil this? I hate you. This is mm-hmm. terrible. Especially, like in Shannon's case, when she was literally about to watch the episode. Or very, very close to watching the episode. But I mean, and I feel like you might be pointing this out in a second. She knew it was coming for some of the first few episodes, and she still enjoyed them thoroughly. Well, that's she? what I was getting to, is that... Um, sorry. sorry, no, 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 I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to <laughs> say... Oh, well, that's what I was getting to, you know, if you could... I'm sorry, don't hit me! <laughs> um... And I mean, I like definitely. I know, like talking to her, he's like, "Yeah, that's still very frustrating." Um, I still found. First of all, she said she still found that episode satisfying, especially the ending, because it was a good ending, uh, without saying too much. And even though she knew some things, like I'll just say, there's an incident in Game of Thrones called the Red Wedding, and going into the series, she knew. That shit went down at the Red Wedding. She did not know when it was, where it was, who was involved. So I actually watched that episode with her. Oh, yeah. And as much as she didn't really care for the characters involved, it was still, like, a surprise. And it was, like... I think the one that hit her the most, and she again, she knew this one was coming, is um, the main thing in season one that happens. Yeah. Uh, she was... So, I think she still says that's the one that, that she... I feel like that's the one, like, not to get too into it. I feel like it's the one that most... Like, it's everyone's first one where they really just, like, spin the whole show around on you, and you're like, well... <laughs> this is not what I expected. Yeah. So it's like, I think that one still affects her the most, because that's the one she... Like, she knew it was coming, but she didn't know it was coming then. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's still aspects that she was not spoiled about. So it was like, okay, I know it's coming, but I don't know when to expect it. So it still somewhat takes me by surprise. I'd have to ask her about that specifically. But 
I think she's still in like. Well, I was in the I was in the same ship as her. I did the same thing going into season five. I knew season five was coming. A friend said, "Watch it finally." I said, "Fine." I submit. I'll watch the first four seasons. Loved every second of it, and I was, I knew a little bit. Like I knew certain characters did or didn't make it to the next season or stuff like that. I even had a friend of mine spoil some of the book content to me that I was missing out on from the show because I knew I w- wasn't planning on reading them. Yeah. Uh, and I knew the red writing was, and I was hyped and hyped and hyped for it, and I still found it very enjoyable. I didn't know exactly what happened. I pretty much figured it out from the description, but... That's it. It still made for a very fun episode, and I still really enjoyed that show. Yeah. And I think that also digs into a little bit looking for spoilers. Some people don't mind being spoiled. That's it. One thing that in our in our um, original podcast about spoilers that someone on Twitter, because I, I, I put out like, hey, to all my classmates and to all my friends, give me some opinions. And one person actually tweeted me and said, a friend of mine actively looks for spoilers before she watches something. Mm-hmm. I do recall this comment from last time. And I, I realize now that I think in that episode I did disagree with that, being like, I couldn't do that. And then realized I kind of maybe could. Like, if it's something I know I'm not going to watch, but I want to understand it, like the books, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then I realized the other day, Paula turned to me and has given me um, an issue she's going through right now. There is a show coming out. The two of us are incredibly excited for. Right. And she's been hunting for details of whether it be something leaked in an interview or... Uh, you know, anything she can find through following the actors on Instagram and all that stuff that maybe they'll reveal something. Uh, and this is the um, four-episode reboot on Netflix of Gilmore Girls, hmm. which I'm a huge fan of and I'm very excited to come back. She, at this point, has decided when it comes out, she's locking herself in the room and watching all four episodes <laughs> by herself without me. Yeah. Then her and her sister will watch together, and then I may join her for a viewing of it. Oh, wow. I'll definitely watch it myself beforehand if that's the case, but it's like she has planned this out. But she she said to me, she goes, talking about spoilers, I really, like, I'm torn. I want to go find out every little detail, but I also kind of want to be surprised by things. Like, I mean, if there was an actor who wasn't blatantly announced and they showed up in the show, how amazing would that be? But if there's like, oh... Rumor has it that so-and-so was seen on set, you know, with so-and-so in costume, like, oh my god. Like, she's looking for that information because she's excited. Okay. And then I thought about it myself, thinking, like, I don't really do that, do I? As I literally opened up Cerebi.net, my favorite go-to news site for Pokemon, and went like, ooh, they announced a new Pokemon today. The early leak from one of the Japanese magazines they'll probably announce in a month or two for the game that comes out in 100-something days I mentioned earlier. Hmm. And there are people I know who actively ignore this because they want to play the new games and meet all the new Pokemon themselves and be surprised. And here I am looking them up and their movesets and their types and anything like their uh, news about them. And, oh, my God, is it going to be an event? Is it special? Is it legendary? Is it? Yeah. I'm spoiling the game for myself. I, a certain aspect of it. I'm not spoiling the story to my knowledge. But, I mean, if they revealed the storyline, I don't know if I would read it or not. <laughs> I mean. Fuck. I think everyone has their own personal spoiler policy for me like especially I'm, I'm gonna go back to Game of Thrones because that's my bis- biggest example yeah but I knew some tidbits and I, what made season 6 exciting for me is that even though I knew a couple things or I had some ideas about a couple things it was the first time in a little while where I just 
I was on the same level as someone who had not read the books. I've read the books. And it was really just, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to block myself out of any spoilers. I'm just going to enjoy the show. But at the same time, when I started House of Cards, I mentioned because of this class, Mm -hmm. I went into it knowing what happens, I guess, let's say at the end of season two. Because that's a bit of a pivotal moment. For people who have watched House of Cards, you know what happens at the end of season two slash start of season three. I went into that knowing uh, knowing what goes on and how, like, like where the story goes, I guess, with, like, Kevin Spacey's character and et cetera, et cetera. And I still watched it. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I, so it depends for me. And that's it. I don't think I've ever had a moment where a spoiler has ruined movies for me. There's even some where I think it's helped the movie. Um, Something we definitely discussed in the original episode was spoilers that are so in the common knowledge that you might not realize it's a spoiler. Uh, I wonder how many people listening today understand when I say Rosebud. What I'm referencing there. Fuck it, I'm just going to spoil it. Rosebud is the name of his sled from... What was the movie? I don't know what movie it was anymore. (sighs) Fuck, you put me on the spot here. Uh, look it up real quick. It's going to kill me now. Um, but it's one of those like classic movies that, unless you're a film Citizen study, Kane. Citizen Kane. A movie everyone's heard of. I don't know anything about it other than the end of the movie we find out Rosebud is his slave. It is commonly referred to as one of the best movies of all time. Though. I've not, I have not seen it yet, but probably... I, I've haven't. heard mixed things about it. I don't know. And I don't think I'll ever actually watch I it. I guess critically acclaimed then. That's it. And I don't think I'll ever watch it. I have no plans on. Uh, other common examples of this are... I won't say it to be safe because it's probably a little more common. Uh, the spoiler from The Sixth Sense. Yeah, well, see, for me, if I, if I can put a comment in there. Please. For me, that's probably why I'm not going to see The Sixth Sense because the entire movie is based around that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I knew going in, I, I understand why it's so popular. I understand why it, it is what it is as far as movies go in culture. Eh. I didn't love it. I have this this issue with movies. Once they're a certain age, they almost don't live up to today's standards. Yeah. Like going back and watching um, Rear Window. Never seen it. I, one of the, again, a movie, any movie Bob has probably watched because it's a famous film. It's The okay. Simpsons famously references it when Bart's in his room with a telescope and a broken leg. All right. And it's all about a guy with a broken leg using a telescope to spy on his neighbors through his rear window and may or may not uncover a murder plot. Hmm. It is like three hours. It is so mind-bogglingly slow. But I understand for its time, it was the first real, like, murder mystery. It was it was uh, okay. Hitchcock. It was... Oh, okay. well, Hitchcock's all about the slow, slow burn. And that's it. <laughs> so. I've seen the other movies, much better ones. That one, I don't know why it's his most famous one, but you know what? It, for me, was such what a drag of a movie. Citizen Kane. The aforementioned Citizen Kane. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. Is that's it Hitchcock? Her, that's him, yeah. Really? I did not know that. I actually didn't know that. I'm a little shocked. Because Citizen Kane would probably be his most famous movie. If it... I assume The Birds Always was his most famous movie to me. No, what am I saying? It's, uh, it's Orson Welles. Orson, okay. That's my bad. I should I, know that. Funny enough, there's something... Uh, the guy, the main character's last name is Kane. Okay. Well, I don't... Wait, what does that mean? Because Citizen Kane, of course. I don't know why that... Yeah, I don't know I, why I, you I, brought that up. I just agreed with you. It was really... It's like, the like, heat. It's the heat that's messing with um, One thing I do want to wonder is... Uh, wonder out loud here is... Another movie that's a lot... I think it's still a good movie. I want to say it's still a good movie in its own right. 
But again, it's very, very much on the twist at the end mm-hmm. is Fight Club. Yeah. Would I have enjoyed Fight Club if I knew the twist going in? So I have a great example of this for you, though, if I may. Okay. When yeah. we get to your answer, because I want to know your answer to this one. Two movies that I feel do this really well with their endings are Fight Club, as you said. Yeah. And The Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Going back to Kevin Spacey. Haven't seen The Usual Suspects. Uh, f- um, you know. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> without spoiling it, do you know the twist ending? No. Were you aware there was a twist ending? No. I know that um, Shannon and I have a list of movies that we need to see. She's seen it, I think, but is I haven't seen list? it yet. It is on the list. Okay, so good. We'll watch it soon. Um, both movies I enjoyed equally, and both movies that do the unexpected ending really well. And I almost, I've been told too to not say that about a movie because the unexpected, you're always, now you're expecting the unexpected ending. Yeah. So even though I haven't spoiled the surprise, I've spoiled there's something to wait for. Yeah, but I don't think that in itself, at least for me, I don't think that in itself would remove me. And even going back through Fight Club, let's say, Mm -hmm. I watched Fight Club a second time. Yeah. Knowing, knowing what I knew. And you just, like, I remember going through that movie and thinking, oh, like some of the dialogue that made no sense to me the first time around... Some of the things, some of the little little bits. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. The movie, I guess, that's meant to be watched twice. Yeah, once and without and once with the knowledge. And that's it. Usual Suspects as well does that very well. Okay. Uh, but there were two movies going in where one, I knew. And honestly, it's gonna sound really weird. I can't remember which one was spoiled for me of the two. All right. I pretty sure it was Usual Suspects. Okay. But both one of them was spoiled for me. I saw both of them at a year each other. Loved them both equally. I'd say. Despite one surprising me, because I had literally no clue how it ended, and the other one where I was like, okay, I, I, I understood there was something coming, or this was coming, but this was amazing nonetheless. And okay. to even go a third one, a movie I really enjoy, kind of a really, like, nobody, like, B-list movie, like, not a single named actor is in it, called Cry Wolf. Okay. I think I said this one to you, too. You, you did mention that movie to me at one point, um, yes. I, I won't spoil for you, because I want you to see it still. But it was one of those movies where like I had watched it like as like a, it was on TV and I had like the movie channel, okay. and I was like really late. It's like the movie ended, and I was like, okay, good. I turned off went to sleep, and I was just so enthralled by it. I made someone else watch it with me again. All right. And as it fades to black, and I go to say, wasn't that so good? It fades back in. I had missed a scene. Oh. And that last scene was just the biggest fucking mind fuck a movie has ever hit me with. And I was just like, it made the movie so much better. And I already really enjoyed it. So it was one of those moments where I was just like, I am blown away by my own stupidity right now. I guess I'll, I'll like I'll tie tie some of that back and tie some of your experiences into yeah. uh, one quote that sticks out to me from the research I did for our original spoiler podcast mm-hmm. is uh, one of the scholars that we studied um, for my for my Netflix class. Yes, drop your knowledge on me. Yes, please. Can I drop some academia. Academia. I love some academias. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's this heat, guys. I'm so sorry. Fuck. Um. Yeah, he says that good entertainment, so good TV or a good movie, is spoiler proof, in the sense that you can be spoiled. A main twist or the ending or something about the movie and still enjoy it because it's just a, a well-done movie or a well-done show. Yeah, I can agree. Um, those of you may have watched Lost, for me, was spoiled in its entirety because I had no interest in the show. 
someone sat me down. We discussed it on Metro Rider one night, and I was just like, wow, this actually sounds like a really crazy, fun show. Watched it, and I got to those points where it's like, oh, yeah, that dead body. That's so, oh, my God. And just loving every second of it, knowing full well that I knew it was coming. I knew who this was. I knew who that was. I knew the secret. But I loved this show regardless. Well, that's it. Again. Yeah, ending. Ending was standing. I still like yeah. it. I tolerate I never, the ending. Never and, seen uh, it, but I've heard about it. Um, yeah, people overreact. I tolerate it. It wasn't amazing, but I tolerate the ending. Okay. And I mean, same for me with, like, again, House of Cards, is mm-hmm. that I knew that the main character was going to get to a certain point. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter, you know, even when he was struggling, when he, when he had his downfalls and he had his, like, his issues seeing he was such a well-done character and the show, the story and the plot were so well put together. It was still enjoyable. Even though I knew where he was going, it was still enjoyable to see it all come together and see really how it all took place. Yeah. And I mean, to go to a very cheesy quote for myself, uh, it's the classic. It's the journey, not the destination. There you go. Yes. You know, Rosebud is his sled. But if the journey to that point is good enough, it doesn't matter if you know or not. That's it. And I mean, it's... Look how many times have you... You must have replayed a video game. We're looking at replaying Borderlands already. Yeah, I've replayed a couple. We know uh, how that game ends. We know the plot points. We know the surprises. Yeah. Yeah. But the journey, the levels, the camaraderie, the finding sick-ass new guns, that part is still worth going through again. I've hiked the same mountain more than once. Ooh, that's that. I like where you're going with this one. And I know what the view looks like from the top. It doesn't make getting there and, you know, cracking a beer open with, you know, whoever you're up there with any less enjoyable. Unless you're me hiking a mountain and you almost die because you're not in shape and it's hell on earth. Well, <laughs> that, that's different, I guess. Maybe not the best example. Hey, but still made it. Fuck you, mountain. I own you now. It's like, right? If you climb a mountain, you own it? Yeah. You have to pee That's, on it, though. Oh. I did use a... It, on the mountain, I use a bathroom on the top. Or plant an American flag. Specifically American. <laughs> um, uh, mm. You know what I found the other day? Totally off topic here. Um, the the man who Mount Everest is named after... First of all, name is Everest, not Everest. Mm, they mispronounce it all the time. They're all doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, never saw the mountain itself. Oh. Huh, just a fun fact. Just don't know why. And you never saw a picture of it or anything? I probably saw a picture of it, but never saw the mountain itself. Like, lost. Hey, man, we named this mountain after you. Which one? Here, we'll take a picture for you. What? Which one? It's the big one. <laughs> the biggest one. Uh, I guess that's cool. It's cool, but it's kind of feel weird. It's like, imagine if I, if, after you have passed on, they name some school and that, they name, like, you know... Some volcano that newly erupts after you. It's like, I never saw that volcano. I never knew it existed. Cool, thanks. It's like, great. I was a... I don't know what my podcast has to do with volcanoes, but I'm glad. They're loud and spew forth things. Nah. Uh, uh, that's... <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a noise. Uh, Amazing. So, uh, as we always do, because we seem to have a weird... Ending our shows with, like, a moral of some sort or a lesson? A lesson. The lesson is... Don't be a dick. <laughs> right? Don't be a dick and spoil other people's shit. 
But if you yourself choose to go and seek out a spoiler, don't let it, or I don't think it should necessarily cloud or ruin or affect your enjoyment of a piece of culture. That's it. I mean, you definitely, there are scenes in Game of Thrones, going back to our usual example, that I know I enjoyed because they surprised me and I was like, didn't expect this. But there's also moments where I knew what I was getting into and I was just excited to see it happen finally. That's it. I mean, I read the book. Yeah. And then watched the show. So reading the book, it was the whole, wow, I can't believe they did this. Mm-hmm. And then the show was, I want to see how this looks on TV now. And it's still, you know, it's well done. I want to see, you know, and obviously we know Game of Thrones, the show and Game of Thrones, the books do have some branching out. So it's just, oh, how are they going to take this on? How are they going to do this? So again, I, th- I I agree with that quote that I, that I brought out a, um, a little while ago is that if a piece of, you know, a TV book, movie, video game, whatever, if it's good enough, it doesn't necessarily matter or it matters less if you know what's coming because you're still going to enjoy taking in that culture. If, if you know, if a movie shits, obviously it doesn't matter yeah. if you're spoiled the ending or not because you're probably going to still think it's shit. Yeah. Like The Room. <laughs> if, you, if I went into watching The Room knowing, no, knowing, knowing what happened... <laughs> I'm still going to have the same opinion of it. That it's the I, greatest movie of all time ever made and we should all watch it a hundred times a day. Naturally. Right, that was your mind, right? Yes. Yeah, no, if you haven't seen The Room... Please see it. I, uh, do you really want to put anyone through that? Like, Do yourself a favor and watch The Room. Get yourself do some it, drinks, get sit yourself with some, some friends, drink. and just get ready for some real... That's it. It's not a Ugh. movie you have to pay attention to. Let's just say that. So You can. You, you can, physically can't. It doesn't make sense half of the time. That's it. My God, that fucking flower shop scene! <laughs> so, uh, so how's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about this. It's confidential. It's so, how's your sex life? You're tearing me apart, Lisa. All right. Hello, Mark. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Oh impersonations aside. I would love to meet that man. He is just a marvelous. Do you ever hear in interviews when people? He has this crazy accent. If you watch the movie, you've ever seen him. Yeah. He has like a voice. You're like. I'm pretty sure you're a Martian trying to be a human. That is the only logic behind the voice you've put on. Yeah, no one knows where that accent yeah. is from. Do you know what his answer is when the interviewers ask him where he's from? What? The Earth. Well, he's not <laughs> wrong, I suppose. I'm pretty sure he's lying. He might be. I'm still convinced Martian. Mm. Or other astral body not to assault Martians out there. Yeah, Martian. Hashtag all races matter. Okay, you're, you're, you're talking that. <laughs> Uh, at the nope. end of the podcast. <laughs> That's it. Nothing else. I'm done. My line. Alrighty then. Uh, I think this is a good time to say uh, <laughs> thank yes. you to everyone who's listening. Uh, if and you're if you're still, still listening at this, but if you didn't shut off the the podcast just now, thanks. regardless of your species, we're glad you're our listeners. Species, your genetic makeup, and such. Yeah, dude. When the aliens come and take over the world, and we're the ones who are left alive because they enjoyed our media, calling. All thank you. <laughs> you you will in their language because we'll make space great again <laughs> we're gonna build a wall and Mars is gonna pay for it <laughs> oh god anyways this has been the show we got to go back to spoilers I think it was a very fun way to do it uh, usual you can find us on the Twitters using our Twitter names which are on your screen right now I gesture towards the air in front of me because I can if you want to uh, at Boxless Thought and at at Ryan W 
as usual, we will thank Andrea, our amazing artist, for our lovely... Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to continue. Our amazing uh, logo with our lovely avatars. You, you are Andrea. a shooting star. We love you. We love you so much. We hope to meet you one day soon because uh, you're cool. RTX 2017. Woo! I would cheers out an empty cup and it's rude. Wait, there's a little bit in there. Cheers. It's poor form. There we go. I oh. see it. I see the liquid. <laughs> I'm choking. Sorry. Here. I thought it was actually a spoiler alert. Drew dies at the end of this podcast because he choked on beer. <laughs> My ghost murders your next I'm gonna episode. write that in our description of the podcast and <laughs> see who still listens. Oh god. Uh, actually, I'm not the one who writes the descriptions anyway. So. You were, you were the last one actually. I did because I anyway. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I it's pee. not as interesting of a story. <laughs> I did beer or pee or something. Whatever. I was lazy and came to my computer. Something like that. Anyways, um, this has been a great episode. It's Keep been us a real in the loop. Get ready for the next ten episodes. And the next ten after that. No, then we're done. Thirty okay. is our limit. Thirty, we both. If by thirty we're still sitting here, we just take the shotgun and get out of here. Gonna Justin Timberlake it. Wow, you went Justin Timberlake. I went. You went Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Thank you. I don't went a very different directions for what's going to happen. Two great musicians. Yes, in their own rights. Very handsome too. Both handsome. Yeah. Both handsome. One alive, one not. Speaking of music, shall you play us out of here, Justin Timberlake? Okay. Um. I. I I think I'm out of beats, but I mean, like. (laughs) Let me just get get up close to the mic. Uh, no, uh, fuck. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> Speaking of which. We love you. No. Bitch, 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 tits, tits, tits. Fuck, fuck, eat shit, dicks. Poop.